0: Welcome to the podcast of champions this is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast created weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United along probably with quite a lot that you didn't you can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. and we're back indoors this week we're back we were enjoyed our trip to the seaside last week didn't we we're not a million
1: miles from it here no, in in higher painting but um <laughs> uh, no no it was a great uh, great day out great wasn't day it? out at the seaside yeah, proper last green
0: week green tea as well it was thank you very much Lynn and john for that but we're back uh, Back in indoors this week, you may hear dogs from time to time. We've got a house full of dogs. We're trying to operate an airlock procedure to keep them apart at the moment. So <laughs> there may be doors opening and closing from time to time because uh, we have one very large dog in the house, one very small dog in the house. They get on perfectly well. but the If side, you hear any
1: howling, yeah. there's no cruelty involved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but all these things are sent to, uh, sent to try us. We'll manage that as the podcast goes on. Um, to football, this is the kind of the week of the year when I'm absolutely overwhelmed by gormless optimism every season. You tend I've to be seen as well. i you looking like this before. <laughs> yeah, I just can't <laughs> wait for that whistle on Saturday afternoon. No. But we'll touch on this later on. But you have a little a bit of eleventh-hour nerves. Oh, David. I'm
1: I'm I'm all over the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why really. Uh, I think it's partly because after last season. And the turnaround and mm-hmm. promotion, and there's so much optimism around the club at the moment, which is absolutely right, and yeah. and we're all enjoying it. Um, and you know, you're so desperate for it not for, for it to work again and, yeah. and to keep going. Um, and I just think, and we'll talk about it in a minute, quite rightly, this start is 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 tough. Yeah, it's tougher than tougher some than people, it looks on paper. Tougher than it looks on paper, as okay. they say. And um, I just think everybody needs to. Maybe just be a bit, look, hold <laughs> on, United can go and win the first three games against Boreham Solihel, Solihull, Moores and Bromley for all I know. But, but um, uh, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's nerves born out yeah. of wanting it to go right, yeah, really, I think. And, and I'm no different from absolutely every other man, Jack and... Uh, Child talky United supporters. Absolutely,
0: but Gary Johnson's been very pleased with the way pre-season's gone. The a perfect in the pre-season, he yeah, it. yeah,
1: um, uh, and that included the Exeter
0: defeat. No, um, I, I didn't see that. I was on my way back from a wedding up yeah. in the wilds of North Devon, yeah, which well, took a while, to be honest. It? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't. On, oh, it was on a Saturday as well, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a... um, look, it, it was. I think. I, 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 I think the moment he said it, everybody was reading the quote. Who'd been to the game, got it absolutely. Yeah. United needed uh, a, a sterner physical test, mm-hmm. um, which Exeter certainly gave them. Uh, brackets Ryan Bowman up front. Wow, yeah. hasn't yeah. he come on since we sold him to Gateshead a few years ago? Because he's had um, a few
0: years playing in the Scottish Premier League, and hasn't, hasn't he? that brought him yeah. on as well? Yeah.
1: I mean, he was always strong front runner with us, wasn't he? he used yeah, to put the yards in, physically powerful. Uh, but he's added stuff to his game, and, and uh, he, he, well, I think Gary Johnson afterwards described him as the difference between the two teams. Yeah. Um, he was involved in both of their goals, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, two headers. Yeah. One a knockdown from a corner, and the other a flick-on from the keeper. Um, and all of that just fed into, I know uh, Gary Johnson got, them, got the players in on Monday, and they had a long day on Monday. Yeah. Um, uh, I think during the course of the week they have been backing off a bit. In the physical work because they're so, you know, keen to have everybody fresh and yeah, firing yeah. on all cylinders on Saturday. But um, there was plenty to go over right. on Monday morning, yeah. um, which came out of the Exeter match, but in a good way. Mm. It, uh, and I think he said, "Oh, it was a perfect pre-season, including Exeter, mainly because it meant that we didn't spend all our time patting each other on the back." Um, yeah, better,
0: better if I mean if we'd won the Exeter game two or three nil <laughs> and, and no tackles had gone in. Quite. And, yeah, I and, see what he means. Yeah and, yeah, and 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 no
1: problems had occurred, mm-hmm. you know. Like now, hold on a minute. And one of the points he was making was about Ryan Bowman was is, is that you know United are going to run into a few yeah. Ryan Bowmans, whether they're as good and as big and as strong as he is, um, uh, remains to be seen. But uh, in the national league, week in week out, there will be a few like that. Yeah, and uh, United struggled a bit to cope with him at times. Okay, I think a bit of, plenty of credit for that must go to Bowman himself, but. You know, it was just a timely reminder that this is lower division football, this is the conference. Um, uh, It isn't going to be a passing exercise, and we're not going to be able to just ping the thing around and, you know, Bob's your uncle. Um, There's going to be physical battles and and issues to be sorted on an hourly basis, and uh, I think that was what came out of the Exeter game. United played very well in the first half, in fairness to them. They thoroughly deserved to be ahead at half time, which they weren't. Because City actually got this rather scrappy set piece goal back yeah. on the, on on the stroke of half time, which is a bit of a shame. But City um, they were the better side in the second half, uh, and Gary Johnson was the first to admit that. But they didn't actually create a huge amount mm. in terms of chances. Inevitably, the changes started coming in the second half as well. But and then United to their credit, uh, and this is one of the things which I think is really positive about preseason and hats off to the backroom staff yeah. uh, and the players are putting in the work, is that United finished strongly again last Saturday and they were a Good. bit unlucky yeah. in the last 5-10 yeah. minutes not to, to equalise and make it to all. And that's encouraging that they've got a young, fit, on the yeah. whole young, fit team um, which won't be dying in the last 20 minutes of games or certainly shouldn't. Outstanding performances in the talkie side? Yeah. Um,
0: None really.
1: Okay. Uh, there were plenty of good performances. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Lucas Cobblerland, of course, got his first. Yeah, I, um, I still haven't seen him play yet. No, yeah. um, got his first 90 minutes yeah. in, and that's, uh, you know, he's laid down a bit of a marker. If you put a gun to my head, my bet would be that Sean McDonald, brackets done nothing wrong, no favourite, well yeah. done, uh, will start on Saturday against Boreham Wood, although I've no, you know, real reason to suppose that um but but lucas cobalan has got all the tools for the job yeah um confident lad um looks like a goalkeeper yeah um distribution's and, good isn't and his it distribution yeah uh, well he's certainly he's, he's he's a very confident technical kicker yeah in other words if he picks somebody out and aims for them he's aiming for them yeah, uh, and he picked out Frank Vincent with an absolute peach in the second half—a um, punt from his own penalty area yeah. to Vincent, who was on the half, the left-hand, you know, playing left back, on the halfway line on the left-hand side, straight to his feet, effectively. Yeah, and you think, oh, that'll do. Took me back to the old days of Kevin Dearden's wonderful drop kicking during yeah. um, uh, Leroy's promotions at Leroy Racina's promotion season in two thousand four. Um, And he's got that flat
0: kick as well, has he?
1: Kicks it a bit flatter than 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 McDonald does, Um, but you know what a difficult you know the the piece I did in the Herald basically was saying. Well, I'm glad Gary Johnson's got this decision to make because nobody else wants it. (laughs) No, but of course he's relishing it. He he absolutely. No, this is why he got Cobblan in. Absolutely, but because like everyone
0: at Playmore, we're big fans of Sean McDonald, aren't we? Well, but it's it's great season it, last it, season.
1: It's great to have that yeah. pressure, and, isn't and it? McDonald, you have to say, has done nothing wrong. No, As, you know, you 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 wouldn't, in the normal course of things, be looking to leave him out for any no. reason. But this is part of the whole step up, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. You know, you, you look when you start stepping up into this level and. League two, although, you know, long way away yet, uh, that's when you do have and and you know, two serious goalkeepers yeah fighting for a place. And I was recalling you know, that that season under senior where United I think uh Kevin and played about twenty three games and Narjan Van Housden played twenty whatever it was, you know, yeah. they almost halved the season. Yeah. Um and, you know, what a great
0: They were know, both terrific keepers, both as well, both they? very yeah. good
1: keepers. Yeah. And you need it if you're going to be punching at the right yeah. end of these divisions. And remember, we've all been mystified, haven't we, over the last few years that Bobby Aleznick has been at places like Exeter and Mansfield and almost ended up as number two as yeah. number two to people like Conrad Logan and Arthur Krisia and Christy Pym and we're going, Wow, you know. Um, but that's you know, yeah. that in a way is part of hopefully the strength of the
0: squad. Yeah. So I mean we we talked last week about you know, the, the, the starting 11 that we thought would happen, that's yep. probably not changed after Saturday. Liam um, Davis is not going to be fit.
1: No, but better news with him and Ryan Dixon. Yeah. And we keep, of course, talking, don't we, about how inexperienced and how young this team is on the whole. If yeah. not in years, in experience, football experience. Um, but both of those, 32 apiece, yeah. um, uh, should be back within the next fortnight to three Great. weeks. Liam yeah. Davis has start, already started training again. No contact yet. Um, but looks very fit, apparently. Ryan Dixon, no major damage in his knee, which um, he twisted and jarred quite badly uh, at uh, Buckland. Yeah. Um, uh, so um, he should be not long either. Excellent. So, I mean, yeah. you know, all of a sudden, um, we'll talk about Joe Lewis in a minute, who's come in this yeah. week, maybe two more before Saturday, plus Dixon Davis. Then you're talking about a, a squad. Yeah, that is starting to look seriously.
0: It really strong. is, isn't it? Well, let's talk about Joe Lewis then, because that's happened in the last twenty-four hours, hasn't uh, it? Yeah. Um, you know, and so that's that's a good acquisition. If people haven't caught up with that yet, uh, he's on a season-long loan. Yeah. From Swansea. Yeah. He, played against Torquay in the did. friendly last week.
1: Yeah, he did. Um, in midfield, mostly. Yeah. I'm, my numbers and radar. Are I can't remember my. I, I was like um,
0: like. Half the pop side. I was dazzled by wingers, and I didn't yeah. really notice Joe Lewis. No, but that may well, be a good he thing. can
1: play. He can play. Certainly play in midfield, but I think centre back. is, his, he's a big, tall lad. That's for yeah. sure. Um, and done a bit of homework on him at the Swansea, and they, um, I mean, heard this phrase before, I know, but they rate him very highly at Swansea. Yeah. Um, uh, they think he's got a big future. This is the first time he's gone out on loan. Okay. Um, Nineteen years old. Uh, he's been training with United, and uh, interesting word that uh, Gary Johnson uses about him is competitive. In other words, okay. uh, yeah. he yeah. He's, he he doesn't. Um, Join in training sessions like a young teenager, like a teenager trying to yeah. sort of. He he's, uh, he he, uh, he can certainly punch his weight, metaphorically speaking.
0: So with him and with Armani Little, then maybe I'm not saying that they were shrinking violets last season, but he's added a couple of players who are prepared to get to, to be competitive. Well, I think, there, I think so. obviously
1: he's just at the start of his career, Lewis, yeah. and he hasn't played at this level. Um, uh, he's a grown-up lad, and and I, he probably won't start on Saturday. I who know, you know, he probably won't mm. but um he's he's gary would not have got him in if he didn't think that he could fight for a place yeah. and have a real good chance of getting in the team and um uh, you know he can play in two or three positions and it's the old old saying isn't it if you're good enough you're old enough yeah um and uh, he wouldn't be the first 19 year old to come into Absolutely. anybody's team no. and, and at this level and prove you can do it
0: yeah. So looking at the squad that's played in the pre-season friendlies, there's a lot of names there that we know are going to go into the mix for Saturday. The one who's a bit of an imponderable at the moment is Matt Buse, isn't it? Well, he's still there. By the way, is he too young to have been known as Rodney? (laughs) Yes. Okay, fair
1: enough. Um, He's still there. Yeah. And and, uh, I can't imagine... Any, a manager like Gary Johnson having him around this long if, he, mm-hmm. if there was, wasn't something uh, in the wind yeah. um, it hasn't happened yet as we speak um, but he's been involved right from the word go uh, the first day of pre-season uh, looks good a, doesn't he, looks well, a, he he's, he's, he's a hard working player he's a hard working player with his head screwed on yeah. and he's very fit um, and uh, uh, is, is a versatile footballer, he's, he can play right back um, midfield is his preferred position. Yeah. Um, I've seen him at left back. Um, he he just is one of the yeah. Okay, I'll uh, leave it to me, boss. Um, Manager needs a few of those in the team, well, right, doesn't he? Look in the squad. Telling me, and and you shouldn't sort of if United fans aren't dancing doing Congress around the Harbour side if Matt views actually signs a contract, they should think back to um, Kevin Wills. Yeah. Uh, David Woosley, Martin Gritton, Tony Beddo, uh, Matt Hockley, even although Matt Hockley was ending yeah. up as, as as a regular first game. Yeah. none of those players that I've just listed, except Hockley who did start, played in the two one win at End on the last day of the se- on the last day of that season. Okay. Several of them came on. Yeah. Uh, um, it, in other words, that team was good enough to win promotion with those sort of players on the fringes of it. It's interesting, you know, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, Martin yeah. Gritton, there was uh, Graham and Kafour up front. Better didn't get into that starting line. Mm-hmm. Gr- Martin Gritton, who would have walked into most people's team. Really, you know, would, really good player. I like Gritts a lot. Jason Fowler. Yeah. Eh? Hey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't get in, uh, you know. Um, and you go a bit further back to uh, the team that went up in 2009 at, yeah. uh, at Wembley. On the bench that day, Mustafa Carriol, yeah. Lee Hodges, uh, Eisden Christie, Matt Green, um, Martin Rice, Mark Ellis didn't play that afternoon. All these players were at the club at that time, but they didn't play. they, yeah. they either didn't play or didn't uh, or or came on at Wembley. And that's you know when you win stuff and yeah. win promotion, those are the type of players you need on the bench. Yeah. you need people on the bench, not oh fingers crossed he can go on and cope with this bang, get him on, ask him to do a job, he knows what you're talking about, get on and do it. I remember Kevin Wills, who's a player who's gone right under the radar for many fans of the 2004 promotion team. A painting
0: lad as well. A painting lad
1: through and through, played for Plymouth Argyle, came back to his hometown club in a way. A hugely important role from Mm. time to time. Won us a game at Kidderminster, I remember, a crucial match. Um, Even last season in the current squad, most people would probably say, is Ruri Keating one of the first... 11 players now you can argue that loads of people will argue it yes yeah. he should be in the, in, in the team but Rory Keating won Talkie United last season something in the region of 10 or 12 points oh, yeah agreed on, you know, yes. w- with his yeah. goals and his, yeah. and his, and his and in contribution at crucial times just when United needed yeah. Dartford away very difficult match United were behind in that game I think Yeah. real struggle on in the second half Keating came up with the goal Uh, and a very good one as well that won that that
0: match Uh, East Thurrock away all of those and the draw draw at Woking he was instrumental in that not just that pass to Jamie Reid that um, led to the then he got
1: a bang in the face and and, and had to go off Uh, um, he effectively won us two games against East Thurrock last season he scored both the goals in the home win over over them Mm, Uh, and I'm pretty sure he either got one or laid one on in the game up there when United won 2-1 these players are absolutely crucial if you're going to win anything so uh, I I know that Gary Johnson has looked at Matt Buse in that way and thought what will he be able might he be able to give us Mm. over a long eight months is his heart in the right place is he fit is there potential in him will he get better etc 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 and the impression I've got is that the answer to most of those questions has been yes now whether it's turned into a contract or not, or, or does, uh, remains to be seen. Yeah. But I can't imagine Johnson having him here for all this time. No. I think he would have, if he'd more or less made a decision, look, great, been lovely having you, but no thanks. I think that decision would have been taken by now. Yeah. But, um,
0: we'll see. That, I mean, there, there may be some loose ends to tie up before Saturday. Absolutely, be. yeah, yeah, quite, yeah. yeah um, so
1: and as far as I know, there's they've been working on one more. Um, uh, before Saturday, he, uh, Gary said after the the game. Well, he said it before the match against Exeter, but he certainly repeated it afterwards that he was he thought he would have three in at the start of the week. Yeah. Obviously, Lewis came in, and the other two, mm-hmm. by the sound of it, have, have been delayed a bit. So, um, but that in its own will suddenly give you a bench and a squad that's. Yeah. You know. A you bit, have
0: choices to make. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Quite. And, and that's um, that's good, isn't and it? And telling yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. So let, let's look ahead to, let's particularly look ahead to August, then shall we, in the, the, yep. the opening games of the season. Yes. Um, because this is where your 11th hour nerves kick in well, a little bit. It's just, I,
1: I was just been having a look at this, the, 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 you know, Boreham Wood at home. I can't, I can't get my head around the fact that the bookies have got Boreham Wood. As longer odds against than any other away team on Saturday. Yeah. Well, they don't fancy them at all, do they?
0: I did and, have. A, I had a look at the website yeah. of one of the leading bookmakers today, just yeah. to see whether their ideas tied up with ours. And they do pretty much. Apart from they, they, they have underestimated Boreham Wood, haven't they?
1: Well, Boreham Wood last year didn't have a great season. Mm. Um, they finished one place above the relegation zone. That's a little bit. Uh, deceptive they were eight points above the the, the older shotter, of course who, yeah. who we now know have been reprieved from relegation by Gateshead's problems but um, uh, they've got a, their defence in midfield is absolutely packed with solid yeah. National League Conference performers know what to do Yeah. Um, their problems last year was that they didn't score enough goals um, but they've gone out and got Shimanga from Oxford City who scored f- 15, 17 yeah. goals in a team that was in the bottom half of the table for most of the time. They've got Tyrone Marsh, the former United striker, who's had two very good years at, at Macclesfield, yeah. uh, helping them to do good stuff there. He was
0: playing against Arsenal the other night. I saw him Absolutely. on the... Uh,
1: An Arsenal 11. I think it was 3-0, yes. wasn't it? Something. Yeah, it like was. Yeah. Yeah. He looked all right. Um, and they've also gone and got back a lad called Justin Shebu, from uh, Brentford on loan. Now he was on loan there from Brentford last season and scored. I think it was two of the goals that I wasn't there that beat United in extra time in the FA Trophy tie up there that day. Yeah. They've got another very promising young winger come through called Sorba Thomas. They're just the kind of team. I'm not saying they're going to win promotion or tear any trees up, but they're better than they're better than what the odds at the bookies have got yeah. them at the moment. And and for them to be what was it three and a half. They're nearly seven to two to win up playing more yeah. Saturday United are odds on. That is an unrealistic yeah. for me. Um, a, a reflection of, of of Saturday's match.
0: And then hot on the heels of that on Tuesday, we're away at Solihull Moors. Well, second they, last year. Yeah, they're, um, they're, they're in the playoff positions as far as the bookmakers are concerned this season.
1: There you go. And, and this is a club hugely ambitious. A load of new money gone in there. This is the sort of thing that happens, isn't it, on yeah. a regular basis yeah. in the conference. New stands going up around what was a pretty uh, humble ground. Um, uh, and they're up for it. That they they yeah. they only lost the title. I know Leighton Orient were in the driving seat on the last day on the last day of the, of, yeah. of the regular season. They lost in the playoffs. Um, okay, they've lost their leading scorer Yusuf to Blackpool and a couple of other players. Yeah, but they've got uh, Paul McCullum, who scored buckets of goals for Eastleigh last year, former United lone striker, in to play up front with Danny Wright. Now, that could be interesting in itself because they're two big lads and whether that works always, you know, having two big target men up front, sometimes you end up duplication, don't you? But that's in the, I'm sure, you know, Tim Flowers, the manager there, would have thought about that. Yeah. Um, No, that's obviously going to be a a tough match. They've got an interesting game this on Saturday. They're away to Harrogate, of course, who got in the playoffs last season as well. And they've just bought Callum Howe Uh, the big centre half from Harrogate Uh, they offered I think at at the third bidding the third bid finally got him away Harrogate did not want to sell him and did everything they could to keep him now that's an indication of the type of clout that that, that, um, uh, Solihull are throwing at it so you know, as often happens with these coincidences you sign something then the first game of the season you've got to go back there (laughs) so uh, he'll... uh, that, very interesting result that will be to look for on Saturday. Yeah. Harrogate against Solihull, two of last season's um, playoff teams.
0: And then for the remainder of August then, Saturday week uh, we're at Bromley.
1: Well, uh, I think I'm not the only one that thinks that they might be dark horses yeah. this year. Again, um, ambitious club, part of the country, South London, where there's a bit of money. they built a new stand there, mm-hmm. quite an impressive new stand. Uh, season ticket sales up um neil smith the manager there did nearly all his business quite early in the summer yeah but some quite eye-catching signings players that have done it at this level before yeah and i think there'll be a handful and always have to factor into it 3g pitch up there yeah um of course what will happen if they actually manage to win promotion (laughs) it'll it'll have have to come up yeah Yeah, it'll have to come up after that's the first three yeah
0: and then after that, we're home to Maidenhead. Yeah,
1: no, it's it's. I think the rest of the month is is. Yeah, Ma- know, Maidenhead ha- are
0: not particularly fancy. They're not.
1: They? No, famous last words.
0: Absolutely. Um, then it's Dover.
1: Yeah, Dover away. Away. Um, they're not fancy no. either, but uh, you wouldn't write off a team with Andy Haseltine in charge by any stretch of imagination, and they're nearly always hard to beat. There. Yeah.
0: And then it's um Barnet. Barnet away on, yeah. on Bank Holiday Monday. Yeah. And they um, they're quite fancy, don't they? Yeah, they're quite that, well fancy.
1: I think that's I think we're away Dover and Barnet Saturday Monday, aren't we? Which is quite tough in itself. Yeah. Um uh, uh, and then I think we have is it order
0: shot on the live T V game on the twenty fourth. That's five the five twenty kickoff that one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Maidenhead on the thirteenth. Dover away on the 17th then it's Aldershot at home on the 24th and then then Barnet then away on, on right. the yeah. bank holiday that's Monday that's right then Barnet yeah and um, then just for good measure the last day of August talk here at home to Hartlepool right
1: well all of that you know I, that sort of run we've got Hartlepool at home Aldershot at home Maidenhead at home you know we're up and running then aren't we the season yeah. will be underway yeah. uh, uh, and you kind of have to you know take care of it let things get to that Um, it's just that it's so important for everybody's confidence and morale look it's a long season marathon not a sprint cliche 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 of course nothing will be decided in August Um, and we'd all rather United were finishing like a train than start like one and then run out of steam but um, But
0: five or six points from those first three games would be
1: acceptable I'd snatch your proverbial (laughs) uh, uh, hand off yeah just get up and running yeah I mean look it's hugely important to get your first home win out of the belt of course it is and United have been given a home game on their first day of the season yes you'd probably take Boreham Wood as opposed to Wrexham
0: or Mm -hmm. Fylde
1: or somebody like that you know but beware
0: yeah danger ahead (laughs) So let's have a look and see who we actually do fancy for the uh, for the top positions and Fylde seem to be the favourite. and Knott's County seem to be favourites. Well, I think
1: the three the three
0: well the four clubs you have to look at are Fylde,
1: Wrexham, Chesterfield and Knott's County. Yeah. Now, I can't get my head around the fact that Knott's County have been quoted as favourites after all the problems well, they've quite, had. This summer. Yeah. I mean, they've only just been taken over.
0: Right. A, d- a date what is a betting statistics company well
1: it, it's that they they um if you want to plan your weekends betting yeah you go onto their website and buy a load of info and they they that they, they, they will send you illuminating facts <laughs> and indications <laughs> which will help you to make your bets that okay. they that they yeah. say other people haven't spotted and don't know about it's that kind of thing i tell you what a similar company owns brentford in the championship right okay uh, and they're two relatively young danish brothers the family started up this company yeah. a little while ago they bought knots county good luck to them the club, the club is in an absolute mess they haven't even paid for their kit yet the staff right. haven't been yeah. paid although they may now have been um in the wake of that um and although they've had all credit to them a reasonable pre-season yeah. the manager neil ardley hasn't been able to sign any you know the players he wanted to sign yet so a club like that, just been relegated. Yeah. If they don't make a good start, and they've got Eastley away on Saturday, and I know that's only the first match, um, then they could struggle. Yeah. You know, big yeah. time because how do you stop this downward mm-hmm. spiral? We've been there, haven't we? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Uh, Chesterfield, yes there they
0: are a, a, I, I think that yeah. My, if I was betting on who would win, I Chesterfield would probably be my choice. Yeah, right?
1: you have to look at the personnel. Yeah, which, you know, just because a club has a name and a badge doesn't mean that they're automatically going to win it. But um, you've got John Sheridan and Glyn Snoddin, very very experienced mm. coaching manager and coaching team. Um, they've got. Uh, a, Especially in attack, they've got really experienced forwards who have done it for this level. Scott Scott Bowden will get 15 goals, almost nailed on. Uh, I find it, I I can't write them off, you know, that they have to be in there. Wrexham, the only thing wrong with Wrexham last season was that they didn't score enough goals. No. Uh, their defence was phenomenal they did get better towards the end of the season but it wasn't quite enough they drew a lot of games they drew a hell of a lot of games they were the 1-0 specialists for a long time Um, now they've gone out and hopefully put that right from their point of view Uh, Airdrie's leading scorer last season had got in like J.J. Hooper who's quite a talented striker um, who's been underperforming in the lower leagues for quite a few years if he clicks he could be anything Um, and I'm sure they will score more goals than last year. Now, if they can keep what was right and add a little bit on, surely they'll be there. They've got the home support. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What is it? Twelve years since they were in the football. League. They've always been
0: up there or thereabouts in the national league. Oh no,
1: they've never they've never had a flirt like you know with us uh, with disaster and and um, uh, it's a supporter-owned club, Uh, not quite as much money as a lot of people think they've got, but all the yeah. Nuts and bolts are there, and I'm sure they'll be in contention. And filed filed the,
0: the team that everybody seems to think. Well, I've got what it takes, isn't it? Yeah, and they've, they've got Dan Lavican By the way, they signed. Yes. I think I saw on Twitter this morning they've signed Dan Laverkan. The ex academy keeper,
1: keeper and, uh, and yeah. first team keeper. Good luck to him, because he's been at um, uh, Wigan for quite a long time. Got released at the end of last season, so. Wigan to Fylde isn't all that far, um, so he's obviously decided to make that move. And the fact that they want they want him is yeah. is is good for him. He's had a few injury problems uh, over the years, um, but fingers crossed for him.
0: Yeah, I'd hope so. It's a new start for him. Yeah,
1: um, but uh, you know they they lost in the final to Salford last year yeah. when I actually fancied them somehow to go all the way and win yeah. uh, again. Very ambitious money. Um, Dave Challoner has got the budget to do the job yeah. on the back of last year's near miss he's gone I think it's nine players he signed um, uh, to help with yeah. your main man Danny Rowe uh, who is almost impossible to stop scoring 20 or 25 goals a season
0: doesn't score against us very often though does he? Uh, he's he, got a couple he's got a couple has yeah, he? yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and
1: I remember it, they beat us 2-0 up there under Gary Hours And he scored one goal that afternoon in exactly the way that Gary Owers predicted that he would and had warned the players to do it and we still couldn't stop him doing it. Turn on the edge of the box, early shot. And I don't know if it was United fans, when they beat us at Plainmore, he was he he didn't I don't think he scored that afternoon. He might have done but he was so strong on the ball up front. Yeah. It was it was that was another object lesson lesson of somebody who who you know, in other words why is this person who scored hundreds of goals for Fylde and I mean hundreds yeah, is still there and people go well he's not that quick is he he's not, not you know, and you go yeah but what's he good at and and the fact is he's very very good at what he does Yeah. Um, people have been trying to buy him for years um, he's of course he's like 28 29 years old he was a late starter Yeah. Um, he was a promising lad at Man United dropped out of the game then went back in again, so he, he lost a few years yeah. of, of his career yeah. when he might otherwise have been in the league. Um, but no, he, he's uh, he's a very, very good striker, yeah. and uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, th- They missed out last year in the end, and um, we all know that's a potentially dangerous yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I- they'll be there.
0: The next little group of four teams then, according to the, uh, the bookmakers, the, the teams that are uh, not really fancy to win the thing, but good bet for the playoffs. Torquay head that group, well, which is good to see.
1: I, I, and, and I've included them in my predictions yeah. uh, to, for, to get to seventh or above. Yeah. Um, uh, and there are my reasons for that are, um, I think they will score goals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have a manager who knows how to succeed in yeah. this division. He has a philosophy that the players buy into big time. Um, uh, he doesn't ask them to do anything that they can't or don't want to do. Um, they will uh, play at a pace and, and okay. you know a verve that will put other teams under lots of pressure. The big question is can they step up on last year's yeah. terrific yeah. season and uh, you know do the bizzo? I think there are certain key players in that mm-hmm. Armani Little is obviously yeah. going to be a, a big factor in midfield. Calvin Kalala could be
0: the national league player of the season. He could be the, could be, could be in the championship season, by Christmas he if, could, if, if, yeah. if, he,
1: if he does it. But again, very inexperienced. Last yeah. year was his first full season of, of senior football in this country, uh, etc. And for me, especially when you saw what Bowman did for Exeter last weekend, Manny Duca is yeah. going to be a yeah. big, big figure up front for us, not just physically. Um, he's got all the tools for the job uh, we've seen plenty of glimpses of what he's capable yeah. of one of the best things I like about him is how unselfish he is he, 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 uh, and he, he said in interviews he, he gets nearly as much pleasure from setting up a goal as he does yeah. for, uh, scoring it himself um, and you need in, in a long National League and probably even League 2 season you need that bloke up front who's going to cover the ground Pull you up the pitch, put defenders under pressure, yeah. and set things up himself. Um, uh, you, you've got to have him. You absolutely got to have him. And and um, he's he's got what it takes. And yeah. Gary Johnson has been chasing him for a long time. Obviously, he got him at Cheltenham in the first place. Tried to get him halfway through last season. Cheltenham wouldn't let him come out here. We've got him now. Um, and. Uh, obviously you've got up there with Jamie Reid as well yeah um, from, from last season so no the, uh, there's, there's plenty of talent in the team there's yeah plenty of talent um, uh, but you know they aren't the most experienced side in the world no I don't think Gary Johnson worries about that too much um, he likes teams to play his way yeah and and he won't back down on that and, and uh, you know it it's not it won't be a, a, a a passing drill at, uh, this yeah. season at Plainmore and the and and we will whatever the team achieves won't be achieved on clean sheets. It will be cl- achieved on goals at
0: out, the other out end, of scoring. The the yeah. Opposition. Big job for Asa Hall this season as well, isn't there? As captain, as the senior pro in the team, been here, done much. it, yeah, got the t-shirt. Uh, and when um, you say there's a young squad around him, so it's quite yeah, a, quite a big job absolutely. for him.
1: Absolutely, there's always this potential for him to go into the back four if mm-hmm. if if need be. Um, no, no, he, he's uh, a, he's such an important player around the place. Yeah, you know that, yeah. that you just see it in and around the dressing room on the training ground. Senior pro captain, um, uh, go-to man for Gary yeah. Johnson in all, on all sorts of fronts. Um, yeah, no, no, he, he's and of course he can play in either midfield or, yeah. or, or the back four. Uh, and there are going to be days, you know, when. You need a midfield player who's going to head it and kick it and, yeah. and keep the team going forward. It's worth remembering, he, he scored seven goals last season. Yes. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was seven. And most of them were headers that set pieces yeah. in, in the opposition box. You know, he don't underestimate like that up, contribution yeah. as well.
0: Absolutely. So the other teams in that little bracket, we've mentioned a couple of them already Barnet, um, yeah. playoff contenders. Well, Solihull Moores, we've talked about, and yeah. Arrogate. Yeah, uh, I mean, um, uh, yeah.
1: Harrogate, again, a club with upwardly mobile. Um, uh, uh, they, they've, they've lost Howe, which I know is a, quite a blow mm. to them. Um, but they've made a couple of quite decent signings. They did very well last year. Difficult to beat at home um, at, at, at Weatherby Road. Yeah. Sloping pitch there. Um, and uh, Barnet. look, Shaquille Coulthurst. Yeah. Uh, one or two others. Dan Sparks. Here we good go. Players. Yeah, exactly. A bit of an ex goals
0: reunion, okay. Yeah,
1: they are. They are. They are good players. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, if they can't score a few goals and do a bit at this level, then they need to be looking at themselves, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they will. Um, Barnet and Solihull Moors, we've already talked about.
0: Yeah, there's quite a, a big group of teams who are. Kind of mid table, well, according to the punishment, they Brom- are
1: without a ball kicked. <laughs> yeah, Bromley
0: are in there who we quite like the look yeah. of. St- I'm surprised Stockport aren't higher rated. I quite because they'd be huge crowds watch Stockport. Well, I they're at they home to Maidenhead
1: on Saturday, yeah. unless the pitch is flooded, of course. Oh, yeah, has been yeah. hit by a monsoon this week, isn't it? But no, I'm sure uh, that will go ahead. Look, it, it, it's a club. Close, not close to Torquay's hearts, but one of our old muckers, yeah. isn't it? You yeah. know, Torquay, Stockport was regular as clockwork, wasn't it? And um, uh, uh, yeah, they have lost Duxbury, who, who's one of their key players last season, to Fylde. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, they will have tremendous support, um, and I'm sure that they'll have a, you know, decent season. Whether yeah. it's quite good enough to get into the playoffs at the shake off or not, I'm not quite sure.
0: Eastleigh are in that middle ground. in. they did are in well there. last year? Eastleigh, did
1: extraordinary, really. That nobody expected them to get in the playoffs, and and Ben Strevens, the new manager there, did that. Paul McCullum scored twenty-seven goals, which was a bit of a help.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: whether they can do that, they've taken Scott Rendell, well known to United fans from Aldershot, as a bit of a replacement. He must be uh, about forty for, now. Well, <laughs> there you go, um, for Talk, McCullum. So,
0: talking of which, rapid train of thought: Matt Reed has gone to Villa. Oh, I know, Matt Reed, know. who, who yeah. is forty for sure. He must be at least <laughs> yeah. that's, what,
1: that's, r- around his chest.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's in one bit of news. And I see that Johnny Marquis has gone from Doncaster to Portsmouth. Has he today. really? I
1: yeah, had, I hadn't picked up on that. Well, I, we were all huge Johnny Marquis fans when he was here on loan. Yeah, um, uh, and I'm still convinced that if he'd stayed with us. Um, things uh, might have been different uh, we might stayed up, yeah. but um under chris Hargreaves but um there you go
0: um Yeovil are, are yeah. a, a drift in mid table according to the bookies well i
1: think you know they've come down in a bit of a heap yeah. um there's been a very long drawn out ownership saga there uh, new manager darren sale look they could surprise everybody uh, yeah. young squad mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that um they'll probably you know do okay, uh, yeah. and I hope they do, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, there's no reason to not, no. not not to suppose that, but whether they will have enough clout to, to,
0: to upset the bigger boys, Hartlepool, Sutton, and never Barrow know what to expect in
1: Hartlepool, and that's not just because they're 350 miles away. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I don't think it is from what I can make out, not enough has changed from last year to mm. assume that they would necessarily improve on last year's performance, but um, they're a club that if they get it going at home yeah um uh, might not be far away
0: woking aren't very much fancied but you we'll know write them off at your peril really yeah um although they have lost their pivotal midfield player <laughs>
1: thank goodness yeah. um yeah no i don't think the vibes i get from there is that if they finish in mid table they'll be yeah perfectly happy with that they 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 are still catching up on the full time mm-hmm. stuff uh, like as Halifax are, I mean, Halifax are full time, but they haven't been full time for very long. Change of manager as well, quite late in the day. Yeah. Um, Sutton, uh, after the Paul Doswell era uh, and their wonderful FA Cup runs, etc., etc., have got a new manager, Matt Gray, in there. He stepped yeah. up from coach. Um, they have a mid table look about them, uh, to me. Uh, Halifax, similarly.
0: Ben Goering is still at uh, me he is, yeah. working, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he'll Absolutely, be a yeah. big player for them. And they've this got season. Dave
1: Tarpey back. Um, look, he scored buckets of goals for Maidenhead yeah. a few years ago. Went to Barnet. Uh, he's he's been hit by real bad injury problems. Had a spell on loan there last season, and they got him back. Right now, if he's fully fit, he's capable of scoring goals at yeah. this level. Um, look, they'll be you know they've got all the match crutch from other people like that that were their yeah. big performers last year. They're still there. Um, I would. I'd be surprised if they were much
0: higher than mid-table, and the teams who are flirting with disaster, according once again to exactly. the books, but they don't get it wrong very often. But surely they don't fancy very much. Well,
1: they've come up obviously yeah. from the National League North, and and I,
0: I think he's barely made a signing.
1: I think there, mm. um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. So survival will be um, their would have main thought, option. I would have consolidation, yeah. yeah. is not that work? Consolidation word? Um, yeah. would would be fine for them. Ebb's fleet Ebb's fleet absolute mess throughout the summer financially. Yeah. At one point fears that they might drop straight that go straight down through the league to a lower level. They've stopped that. Uh, Gary Hill is a very very wily, experienced yeah. manager. We like they, Gary Hill. Don't we? Yeah, yeah, they've lost yeah. they've lost plenty of players, but yeah, um, yeah who knows? I, I, again, I think they'll be more than happy if they yeah. survive.
0: Halifax we've mentioned already, Boreham Wood we've mentioned already, yeah,
1: and Maidenhead, Maidenhead as well, and
0: Aldershot,
1: oh, Aldershot, Aldershot, who yeah. are ab in there, yeah. Um reprieved from relegation, what yeah. a sad story from, I think it was what, two or three years ago, they were fifth, mm. um, yeah. and I remember, you know, we've got lots of friends at Aldershot and we wish them the absolute best, but I remember then, uh, one of my opposite numbers saying, i uh, if we were to go up now it might be a little bit too far too soon yeah, and that yeah, was then. Yeah. Since then it's been a downward spiral and yeah. um, they've ended up in obviously a, a similar mess that, yeah. you know there but for the grace of God and we've been there. Well we, um, when we were up they with, were reprieved.
0: Yeah last time we were there their fans were saying that it, it had come too soon for them because we were going in opposite directions yeah. weren't we? Very much so and uh, they weren't really very confident and it turns out they were probably right. Yeah.
1: So um, but there's... A lot of changes there. They've yeah. lost a lot of players. Uh, rebuilding, well, in that sort of place, I'm sure. If you offered all the shot fans a place in 14th or something like that at the moment, they'd go, thank you very much. Yeah,
0: they'd have that. So that's, so that's, that's what we reckon might happen. You never know, do you? You do You do not. Know, you know do not. And
1: our view is, is no, better, <laughs> no. No, no more deserving of uh, of uh, believing than most people's. Absolutely.
0: Few little bits of uh, housekeeping to catch up on. It, it seems that a lot of our podcasters are away on holiday at the moment. So wherever you're listening to this, I hope, right it's, to. hope it's hot and sunny, and you've got um, you've got a cool beer by the side of you. If you're um, if you're within range of the BBC iPlayer at the moment, I do urge you to catch up on the Fort, which is a, a, a fly on the wall documentary. Probably not unlike the one that's coming out of Plainmore oh, sooner or later. Uh, good
1: point. Uh, um, everybody's gagging for this yeah and it still hasn't come out I was told that it was going to come out before the start of the season so you never know they'll probably rel- look, unleash it on an unsuspecting public in the next 24 hours but, look, but anyway to go that. on
0: about the fort well the, the fort is about Fort William yeah it's an hour long documentary it's brilliant I watched it yesterday Fort William who were rock bottom of the Highland League you can't get relegated from the Highland League it's one of those leagues that once you're in it you're in it as long as you choose to stay in yeah uh, they had gone, well, to bring you up to date, they had gone 840 days up until yesterday since their last win. Torquay fans think they've had it bad over recent seasons. But they beat Nairn 5-2 in a cup match oh, yesterday well to yeah. bring that to an end. That was cup match, mind. They still right. haven't won a league game. But this documentary deals with last season when they finished the season on minus seven points because they'd already been docked points for playing ineligible players. <laughs> uh, I think they managed two draws Got to go and season. watch a game at Fort
1: William at some stage.
0: It's one of the most beautiful grounds you'll ever see. That's one of the great things about this documentary is, is it's, it's, it's in the shadows of Ben Nevis. It's, it's just great. If you've got an hour to spare take a look on the BBC iPlayer, you won't regret watching The Fort. It's, um, it's a good one. But it just whets your appetite for this talky one to come out, doesn't it? Doesn't. Well, that,
1: that, that's a, that, that'll be a slightly different... Well, um, the, to be honest, the language in the talky one couldn't
0: be any stronger than it is <laughs> in The Fort, by the way. Don't try and watch that with your maiden aunt or anything like that. But uh, really looking uh, forward to this talky one. It's good. going to be more of the same. Um, and the last thing I've got to mention, uh, for Yorkshire Girl, it's Yorkshire Day. I was going to say we should put together a team of Yorkshire players, and I forgot all about it. So well, we, we must really have a crack should at do that. that. Yeah, players from Yorkshire. Yeah. Now it's put us too much on the spot, Ooh, now, no, hasn't we, it?
1: We have to give that some thought. Perhaps we'll
0: prepare one by yeah, next week, yeah. or we know someone who'll yeah. come up with one for uh, us. Oh, <laughs> that's much more likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With somebody help us, okay. but yeah, it, Happy Yorkshire Day, any uh, Yorkshire people out there? And let's try and come up with a team of, um, of Yorkshire Torquay yeah. players. I dropped in at Playmore this morning to pick up some to you
1: know, get some tickets for uh, uh, all bought and paid for. Of I course, to add yes uh, for some friends, and they're going well. Um, I think good. Everybody. Yeah. Boreham Wood uh, aren't you know massively supported, as I think everybody knows. Um, but there's a coach load of them coming on good. Saturday, plus first, yeah. first day of the season, um, and I think everybody's hoping for a optimistic. There'll be a really good crowd on Saturday
0: and an atmosphere to match. Brilliant! Um, yeah, can't wait. Looking forward to that. As the um, as the delicate sounds of somebody's angle grinder coming over the uh, the podcast. Sorry about that. It's time of year, isn't it? It is that time of year. We'll be at Plainmore three o'clock kickoff on Saturday, the start of the new season. Talk United at home to Boreham Wood. I can't wait. I might go up now. Actually, it's going <laughs> Camp to be out on the uh, green. Do come and say hello. We always enjoy meeting people who listen in to the podcast. Whether you agree with us, whether you disagree with us, come and let us know. But this is it. It's been a long summer, but now it's all systems go, isn't
1: right. it? I'm, I'm, I'm staggered that we're playing season 2019-2020. I mean, it's 15 years since South End away. It's amazing, I, 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 isn't it? St- where yeah. did, where did all, well, <laughs> and Steve <laughs> Woods doesn't look a day older, no, no, does he? As we said last week, <laughs> and, and, and you just think, where does it all go? Where do the years go? Yeah. Ten years since Wembley and beating Cambridge at Wembley, or just over over ten years, Uh, extraordinary, extraordinary. Um, I can remember back in the seventies thinking, "Oh, we'll never make it to twenty twenty something or something," and here we we are.
0: So roll up, roll up for the roller coaster ride again. Here we go, new season. It it won't be dull. It won't be dull. We promise you that, as ever. Come Come on, on, you yellows. You've been listening to the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DL or on Twitter at TQHESport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talker United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.